0: Hello and welcome to today's episode of the G.O.P. Josh Show. I've been gone for way too long. I'm glad to be back. So I want to talk to you guys today about a bunch of different topics. Like I said, uh, usually every episode starts this way where I say what we're going over, but I'm going to change it up a little bit this week. I'm not going to talk about what we're going to go over yet. The episode title doesn't give it away. We're just going to get right into it because we're back with a brand new episode after this is the Second week, last week was two weeks. This would be the third week if I didn't make an episode. So I'm so glad I'm back making another episode for y'all. Let's get right into it. So President Trump went on Candace with Candace Owens, Candace Owens with the Daily Wire. And Candace Owens asked him the obvious question, are you going to run for president in 2024? And then she said, and if so, can I be your vice president? Let's play that clip. One more question, because I'm sure you've gotten this question tons of times, but... Are you going to run in twenty twenty four? And if so, can I be your vice president? Oh,
1: that's very interesting! Wow, what a good choice that would be. That would be fantastic. <laughs> Trump uh, Owens twenty four. So, uh, yeah, I think that's a great. I would be huge. You would be fantastic. And you know, I really appreciate the job you do, and everybody does. Uh, the answer is, I'm absolutely enthused. I look forward to doing an he announcement re- at the, the say right if time. As you around. know, it's very early. But I think people are gonna be very, very happy uh, when I make a certain announcement. And you know, for uh, campaign finance reasons, you really can't Uh, do it too early because it becomes a whole different thing. Otherwise, I'd give you an answer that I think you'd be very happy with. But uh, so we are looking at that very, very seriously. And all I say is stay tuned.
0: Yeah, well, I guess we'll take you at your word, and that means that in 2024, Trump and Owens are going to be on the ticket. <laughs> I personally believe that Candace Owens will be the, a perfect choice for a President Trump um, vice president. Um, not only would it be identity politics, ideally, with Candace Owens obviously being a black woman, but... Overall, her policies align with President Trump really well. And I think she would be a very good vice president and a very good president eventually one day. So I want to talk about Democratic Google lobbyist uh, Luntz, I think is how you pronounce his name. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy confirmed on Tuesday he rented a room with GOP pollster. They say he's a GOP pollster. He works for Google. Uh, Frank Luntz, during the coronavirus pandemic, news that was first reported by Tucker Carlson, the night before, so I forgot to get this
2: clip before this show, so I'm going to try to find that really quick. Okay, here it is. It's about a five-minute clip. I'm not going to play the whole thing. Let's get right into that.
1: On Friday, we told you about a character in Washington called Frank Luntz. Luntz lobbies, he's not a registered lobbyist, but he lobbies on behalf of some of the world's most left-wing corporations. A lot of people do that. Here's the interesting thing about Frank Luntz. At the same time he's doing that, he also advises the leadership of the Republican Party. So Frank Luntz works for Google and Nike and Delta Airlines, among many others. Several years ago, Frank Luntz advised the makers of OxyContin on how to blame rural Americans as thousands of young people in rural America drop dead of opioid ODs. Frank Luntz did that. So he's not someone that normal people would go to for advice, and if you were running the Republican party, you definitely wouldn't because Frank Luntz is effectively a democrat. We know this because we've listened to him. Now, Luntz typically launders his own opinions through the pseudo-scientific focus groups that he conducts, but in real life, his views make no mistake bear no resemblance whatsoever to the views of actual Republican voters. So again, the question is, how did someone like this WIND UP WITH SO MUCH INFLUENCE IN THE REPUBLICAN PARTY? WHY DO REPUBLICAN OFFICIALS LISTEN MORE CAREFULLY TO FRANK Luntz THAN THEY LISTEN TO THEIR OWN VOTERS? THAT IS A MYSTERY. A LOT OF PEOPLE HAVE ASKED THAT QUESTION IN WASHINGTON. AND AS OF THREE DAYS AGO, HERE WAS OUR BEST GUESS FOR WHY. SO WHY DOES FRANK Luntz REMAIN A FIXTURE IN REPUBLICAN POLITICS at a time when the companies he works for are opposed to the Republican Party, explicitly so, well, in part because he is particularly close to the House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy of California, and has been since McCarthy entered politics. In an interview earlier this year, Lunt described Kevin McCarthy as a personal friend,
0: and okay, that relationship, that gives- personal friend. This is a this is a clip from his Friday show. Well, this this clip that I'm playing right now is from his Tuesday show, but he's flashing back to his Friday show. Personal friend, keep personal friend in mind when you hear the rest of this clip.
1: It was Frank Luntz' outsized influence over the Republican Party's policy positions. So Luntz is a personal friend of Kevin McCarthy's, who's the top-ranking Republican in the House. That's what we said. Turns out we didn't know the half of it. Over the weekend, we got a call from a source who said that, in fact, Frank Luntz and Kevin McCarthy are not simply friends. They're roommates. They're roommates. Kevin McCarthy. He literally just
0: said they lobby for Google and Nike, and they are roommates. He is a roommate with a House Minority Leader. So that's what I want to play from that clip because Tucker Carlson is the one who discovered this, who uncovered this. Thank you, uh, Tucker Carlson, for everything you do. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy confirmed on Tuesday he rented a room with GOP pollster Frank Lunch during the coronavirus pandemic news that was first reported by Fox News host Tucker Carlson. He said, quote, I didn't know how this was controversial. Uh, McCarthy said on Fox and Friends. Frank has been a friend of mine for more than 30 years. I met him with Newt Gingrich back when they were working on the contract with America. He added referring to former GOP speaker from Georgia. The minority leader says Democrats took over and they started changing the house around. And so, yes, I've rented a room from Frank for a couple months, but don't worry. I'm going back to where I normally am on my couch in my office. But, yes, we we pay fair market rate. Carlson has suggested on his, uh eponymous show the night before that the republican leader might be violating house ethic rules by living with a lobbyist for google why do republican officials listen more carefully to frank luntz than they do their own voters saying the living arrangement would give luntz an outsized influence on the republican party's policy positions yeah he said well frank's not a lobbyist this is mccarthy um frank's a friend i knew 15 years before i got in and I just rented a room for a few months there, so I don't see that as any problem along that line. But I'd like to see everyone stay together. Let's work to make sure we get people back to uh, get people back to work, back to health, back to school. Stop this woke movement that's going on. So he lives with a lobbyist, practically not a not a registered lobbyist, but a lobbyist in the Democratic Party for the Democratic Party. And he's fine with that. He thinks that de- that GOP voters aren't going to be upset with the top Republican living with someone who works for Google and Nike. This just affirms my position that we need new leadership in the Republican Party. We need, like, a Jim Jordan, maybe, or um, not Matt Gaetz. He's uh, pretty controversial right now, Um, but Jim Jordan or some sort of Republican in Congress, a veteran in Congress, rather than Kevin McCarthy to lead the party forward and lead the leadership of the House forward. So, this is an article from the Daily Wire. Bill and Melinda Gates, um, you know, Bill um, Gates, I could say something very controversial. They're going be kicked off of YouTube. Um, <laughs> Bill Gates, Mr. Vaccine Gates, has no prenup agreement. Uh, wow, that's not the way you pronounce that word. I'm 99% sure. Uh, has no prenup agreement. $130 billion fortune in play. Bill Gates and his wife, Melinda, did not sign a prenup before their 1994 which, uh, wedding, which means the Microsoft founder $130 billion fortune will be in play as the two divorce after 27 years of marriage. Laura's are shocked there's no prenup, given Bill had already met his, made his first billion dollars at the age of 31 in 1987, the same year he met Melinda. Now their assets are up for grabs. In her petition for divorce, Melinda says spousal support is not needed, meaning she won't seek regular payments from Bill but take a settlement, which is likely to be privately negotiated if it hasn't already been decided upon, the UK paper The Daily Mail said. Bill, 65, has hired billionaire lawyer friend Charlie Munger, he's 97 years old, to represent him in his divorce. It is unclear who is representing Melinda. Um, It says their marriage is uh, irretrievably— Wow, that's a long (laughs) word— broken. <clears throat> so, Bill Gates is getting a divorce. That's pretty much the biggest news of the week. I guess she's tired of eating the fake beef. I'm guessing she's tired of eating the fake beef. You you can't replace real beef. I haven't had fake beef that I know of. I've had a really nasty hamburger once from like Burger King or somewhere that I was guessing was an impossible burger. I don't know. Anyways, I think he's tired. I think she's tired of eating the fake beef. So President Trump has launched his own communication platform, DonaldJTrump.com slash desk, where he can put out statements without the mainstream mainstream media bias, where they cut it up. He can contact directly to his followers. His latest statement was about Liz Cheney, Ilis Stefanik, has his endorsement for the GOP conference chair, which means that Il- uh Safonic will most likely become the GOP conference chair. The uh, influence that President Trump has in the Republican Party is so good. So good. President Trump is a perfect pick for someone to have a lot of authority in the Republican Party because his ideas face what or represent what the Republican Party will be uh, built based on moving forward. So, I want to talk a little bit about that. Actually, I want to talk about the U.S. Senate race. So, um, the first Democrat has officially entered the race. Tim Ryan has entered the race. Um, He is a representative from Ohio's 13th district, I think. I don't have any of this in my notes. It's just off the top of my head. Uh, Yes, Ohio's 13th. He is a Democrat, and he's the first Democrat to enter the race. Um, He's going to lose. All the pollsters say it's leaning right. Every Republican candidate declared has higher name recognition, uh, rec- recognize- has better re- name recognition and positive name recognition than Tim Ryan does. Remember, he ran for president. And then president didn't succeed, so he ran back for Congress, and now he's running for Senate. And I have actually filed my official endorsement for the U.S. Senate race. You can see that on my website, GOPJosh.com. I have officially endorsed Jane Timpkin for the U.S. Senate. You can go to the My Opinions page, press release, 14-year-old political commentator endorses U.S. Senate candidate. I'm going to read that to y'all. I love America, Ohio, and my community around me. Many Republicans have entered the Senate race, but one shows themselves the most qualified, the true MAGA candidate, and the candidate that can best beat radical liberal Tim Ryan. And that is Jane Timken. Jane Timken, who is not a politician, was handpicked by President Trump to lead the Ohio Republican Party after rhino John Kasich took it over and turned it into an anti-Trump propaganda machine. That is why I am officially endorsing Jane Timken for U.S. Senate. Other candidates have proven themselves ineffective, unable to win an overall stain on the ORP, the Ohio Republican Party. Jane Timken helped rebuild the party and will continue to make America great again movement in the Senate. And then I have my little um, bio. So, yeah, I've officially endorsed Jane Timken for U.S. Senate. Um, she seems like the most qualified candidate, so I um, put my endorsement out. That, and I don't want to look like a Trump follower when Trump endorses her, if Trump endorses her, when Trump endorses her. So I just went ahead and did it. I've had that typed up since May 1st, and I just decided to, I just decided to do it. Just get it out there and file my official endorsement for the U.S. Senate race in Ohio. We're going to be right back after a short little break. We'll be right back on the GOP Josh
2: Show. Did you know
0: that the GOP Josh Show is available wherever you get your podcasts? That includes Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Spotify, and Stitcher, as well as iHeartRadio and YouTube. Just search the GOP Josh Show wherever you get your podcasts. You can also follow me on Instagram, GOPJosh20, and my Twitter is GOPJosh20. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the GOP Josh Show, GOPJosh.com. Rudy Giuliani's apartment was raided. The this was May fourth. This article was updated because the federal uh, government has requested special master to review seized Giuliani documents. Federal prosecutors in Manhattan want independent in- officials to see if any material seized from Rudy Giuliani. Uh, are protected from attorney-client privilege. The request for a special master in the investigation into former President Trump's personal lawyer was filed last week, but unsealed Tuesday. The documents show the former mayor and U.S. attorney is being investigated for allegedly illegally lobbying for Trump and uh, for Trump in Ukraine, which led to the former president's first impeachment in December. Assistant United States Attorney Rebecca Donis- Donis- Don- Donalski. People, uh, the last names are so hard to pronounce. Donalski. Cited unusually sensitive privilege issues for that the warrants may uh, implicate in the government's request for a special master. The electronic devices seized from the Republican's Upper East Side home are replete with materials covered by the attorney's client privilege or other constitutional privileges. Giuliani's lawyer, Bob Costello, said in a statement Wednesday. The prosecution's request also said that a special master was appointed to review documents seized from Trump's per- previous lawyer, Michael Cohen, when the feds raided his Manhattan office in 2018. Giuliani said that they believes prosecutors are unfairly targeting him out of political retaliation. The only lawyers they raid are lawyers for Donald Trump. I cannot think of another lawyer that has been raided other than lawyers for Donald Trump, he told Fox News last week. That was a New York Post article.
2: Yes. The federal, or the feds, the police, the... Raids, the FBI
0: has been has become so politicized that if you even support President Trump, you're going to get raided. You're going if if you worked for President Trump, if you protected him in his fake impeachment trial, you're gonna get raided. You're going to get destroyed by the federal government because of what you did in your with your own beliefs and with your own schooling, all of that. It doesn't matter because you are a Republican, because you supported President Trump, you are not going to be able to live your life. The FBI became so politicized in this country that you can't have differing beliefs without being absolutely destroyed by the FBI and the FBI, the politicized FBI, trying to ruin your life. So President Biden... I made a TikTok about this. People are mad at me for making the TikTok about this. President Biden went to see Jimmy Carter and Mrs. Carter. Uh, Jimmy Carter is 96 years old. Rosalind Carter is 93 years old. First off, I can't show you all this picture because most of you are listening on the podcast. They look like dwarfs in this picture compared to President Biden and Joe Biden. Whoever photoshopped this needs to get fired from their job. Biden's foot looks bigger than Rosalind Carter completely. But, anyways, the point of this picture is they're not wearing any masks. No one in the picture is wearing a mask, but Biden wore a mask outside alone. And people are responding on my TikTok because I made a TikTok about this. Oh, that doesn't matter because, oh, well, the CDC guidelines don't say that he has to wear a mask outside or uh, he has to wear a mask inside as long as they're vaccinated. I never said it did. I said it's hypocritical. I'll I'll let you guys do see the TikTok Are on my Instagram, gopjosh20 on Instagram. Twitter is gopjosh20, but it's not there. And my TikTok is just gopjosh. It's hypocritical to wear a mask outside by yourself, surrounded by vaccinated people, but not inside, surrounded by vaccinated people.
2: It's hypocritical. That's exactly what it is. So people are angry at Ted Cruz now
0: because he decided to have a meal with uh, President Trump. Had a great dinner tonight with President Trump at Mar-a-Lago. He's in great spirits. We spent the evening talking about working together to retake the House and Senate in 2022. Um, People are saying, remember this, Lion Ted? He called your wife ugly. He called your dad an assassin. He called you a serial killer. He called your name. Lion Ted, ring a bell. You refused to endorse him. You called him a liar and narcissistic on. And there you sit. You
2: Jow Merkin man mullet glory. How pathetic. Said someone named Joe. President Trump helped rebuild the party that helped Ted Cruz get elected
0: for, for the Senate, for a re-election in 2018. The Democrats put full force to trying and make sure that there was no chance that Ted Cruz
2: got re-elected. And the Republican Party that President Trump rebuilt got him elected. President Trump. Endorsed Ted Cruz, offered him the Supreme Court seat that um, was vacated in the last year of Barack Obama's term. People don't understand how campaigns run. I don't agree with what President Trump said
0: when it comes to Ted Cruz's wife. I don't agree calling him Lion Ted, but that's politics. You can have alliances with someone who formerly got mad at you on stage. People are ignoring the fact that Kamala Harris called Joe Biden a sexual assaulter during the Democratic debates when they were both running for president. Oh, but Ted Cruz has a meal with the former president. Zodiac killer. Do you remember when he called your wife ugly? Stop it. People don't understand how the political process works and how political alliances work. Ted Cruz was simply having a meal with someone who will help him in the future, and help take the uh, Senate
2: and House back in twenty twenty two. That is that simple. So Facebook, this is gonna be. This is gonna get me very upset, and this is gonna be like a la- the last topic of the show, just because I'm gonna get so upset about it. I don't want to
0: continue on. Very upset. Facebook's. Facebook banned President Trump on J- January 7th, and they had a possibility of unbanning him. They didn't. The board says that Facebook was justified in suspending Mr. Trump's accounts, but that the company should re- reassess his decision to ban him inf- inf- indefinitely. Facebook was justified in banning then-President Donald J. Trump of its platform the day after the January 6th riot at the U.S. Capitol, but it needs to reassess how long the ban will remain in effect, the social network's quasi-independent oversight board said Wednesday. The decision to uphold the ban is a blow to Trump's hopes to post again on Facebook or Instagram anytime soon, but it opens the door for him eventually returning to the platform. Facebook must complete uh, a review in the length of the suspension within six months, the board said. Given the seriousness of the violations and the ongoing risk of violence, Facebook was justified in suspending Mr. Trump's accounts on January 6th and extending that suspension on January 7th. The board said in its decision, the board said that Trump created an environment where a serious risk of violence was possible by maintaining a narrative that the 2020 presidential election was fraudulent. Which it was. The oversight board said, however, that it was not appropriate for Facebook to vary from its normal penalties when it came to remo- uh, to make the ban in- indefinite. Facebook normal penalties r- include removing posts, imposing a limited suspension, or permanently disabling an account, the board said. As Facebook suspended Mr. Trump's accounts indefinitely, the company must reassess this penalty, the board said. It is not permissible for Facebook to keep a user off its platform for an in- indefinite, uh, undefined period of time with no criteria for when or whether the account can be restored. So I really hope President Trump decides to run in 2024, not only because I think he'll win, but because he'll be able to take these people down and they'll be interfering with a presidential election. They'll be interfering with the U.S. election by not allowing a candidate to talk to the voter base that is interfering with U.S. presidential election unless they were to ban Joe Biden or whoever the Democrats run in 2024 as well. They are actively interfering in a U.S. presidential election. So I really hope President Trump decides to run again. Because that is an interference. Twitter. There's no way he's being banned on Twitter. Um, Facebook is still thinking about it. But President Trump. Is a former president of the United States. They banned a president of the United States of America. From their platform. Because he, they said things they didn't like.
2: Candace Owens said his, uh, had his last tweet. I don't remember what his last tweet was. Trump's last tweet. The 75 million great American patriots who voted for me,
0: America first, and make America great again will have a giant voice long into the future. They will not be disrespected or treated unfairly in any way, shape, or form. He tweeted that on January 8th, 2021. And then he got banned. He added three exclamation points. Candace Owens said this on Candace. If you're not already a Daily Wire member, I'm not even a member of the Daily Wire. Or I'm not even work for the Daily Wire. But the Daily Wire membership and Candace is such a good show. He put three explanation points. Is that a problem? Is that supposed to represent something? Twitter, do you think that represents something? He was thanking his supporters for their support and saying that he's not going anywhere. If you think that's not acknowledging his loss, what is acknowledging his loss?
2: We'll have a giant voice long into the future. Is that inciting violence? What kind of violence is that inciting? What kind of violence is that inciting?
0: President Trump was trying to talk to his base, which now he can, DonaldJTrump.com desk, DonaldJTrump.com desk, according to the Trump campaign or not the Trump campaign, the Trump Mar-a-Lago team or whoever you want to call, however you want to call them, their advisors. That is not the social media platform they'll be launching. That would be a separate venture. This is just so he can contact with his voter base and his supporters. So I'm so glad to be back behind the microphone with y'all today. Thank you so much for welcoming me into your ears, into your car, wherever you listen to the podcast. I really appreciate it. Make sure you go to GOPjosh.com. I released an opinion article about Biden's joint session of Congress. Yeah, make sure you check that out. GOPjosh.com, GOPjosh.com. I'll talk to you guys next Thursday.